You know the vibes. Welcome back to another episode of the Hoop Genius Podcast presented by NBA 2K23. Mo, BJ, as always. Now, I've got something to share with you guys. Now, if you remember throughout the off-season, obviously there's no games going on and BJ would always complain and say, man, let's talk about on the court. I don't want to talk about all this off-court stuff. So I want you guys at home to guess who called me saying, Mo, what are we talking about? Are we going to talk about Kyle Kuzma? Are we going to talk about yeah. Kyle Kuzma? So BJ wants to talk about Kyle Kuzma and New York Fashion Week. Uh, that was a joke. Mister, let's keep it get, on the court. You, you didn't get my humor. You just didn't get my humor. You didn't get no, my I humor. No, I got it. I'm just That's messing okay. with you. I'm just messing with you. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma once again doing his fashion exploits. Um, but let's talk about a little bit of on the court, first and foremost. We got the Eurobasket okay. tournament going on right now. Right. And it's currently, as we're recording this, the semifinals are about to begin. We have not got any of the top three NBA players left in the tournament. Jokic is out. Giannis is out. Luka is out. Only one NBA quote unquote star player remains. You know who that is, BJ? <laughs> it's our Rudy. Rudy. It is Rudy. our favorite. Rudy. <laughs> <laughs> so Rudy Gobert and France to remain. And of course, Evan Fournier as well. And then you've got Germany. Dennis Schroeder, who does not yet have an NBA contract or any contract for next season, made the decision to play in this tournament. Now, that's a very risky decision, considering if he got injured, he would likely be without an income for the next 12 months, right? But instead, he's absolutely put on a show. And I've heard a lot of NBA teams are looking at him and they're interested in him. The leading team right now being the Los Angeles Lakers, which then, of course, brings up all the things about trading Russell Westbrook, seeing as you've already got Patrick Beverly and if you had Dennis Schroeder. So that's going to be a conversation. But then for Germany, BJ, remember earlier in the week when we talked about which breakout players were expected to have a big season? And I said, right. Franz Wagner. Yes. He's been doing it. He's been, the, the kid's yes. been playing. The kid's been playing. So they've been doing it. And then we've got Poland, who don't currently have. So we got Poland, Germany, Germany France, Spain, and Spain. Oh, yeah. And, we'll okay. talk about Spain right. in a sec, but Poland don't have an NBA player. And I'm told that their most famous ever NBA player, Marcin Gorta, is beefing with the national team. And he was, he when he thought they were going to lose, he was tweeting some stuff. And then they came back and they won. And da, 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 da. So I don't know what's going on with that. But then we have Spain, who, of course, traditionally are a very strong team. But let me just pull up the roster for Eurobasket because the Spanish team is uh, a little bit older now, you know, because we're not seeing, we're used to seeing the Gasol brothers. We're used to seeing Ibaka. You know, they've still got guys like Rooney Fernandez, but it's a new look team. You've got Usman Garuba, the rookie from the Houston Rockets. You've got the Hernan Gomez brothers, Willie Hernan Gomez, Juancho Hernan Gomez. AKA Bo Cruz. BJ, have you seen Hustle yet on Netflix? No, I have not. Oh my lord, it's the film of the year. BJ, that's oh, your wow. homework after this show. You gotta go okay. and watch Hustle. But anyway, okay. that's the uh that's the Spain team. Who's your pick to win it all out of the four teams remaining? Because the logic of my logic was the best player will lead their team to the win. So I thought. Originally, I said Serbia was going to win, not because they have the best player, because I think Giannis is the best player, but because I thought they had a better squad. But they had a few injuries to the squad, 
Then I thought maybe Giannis could do it, but he got ejected and they lost. Then I thought, okay, Luca, surely. Then Luca was infuriated when he lost. So now we're left without true quote unquote superstars. Who are you picking to win it all? Well, when I watch, you know, FIBA international basketball, I always look for the best team because of the way the game, it's a, it's a, it's a different game, which is in my opinion, it's like a 180 from the NBA game because the NBA game is traditionally promoted by stars. It's carried by star players. And more times than not, the best player in a series or a high competitive game or must game, that best player more times than not will come through. In international play, in international basketball, I think it's it's about the team. So I always look at their style. I look at teams that defend, teams that can somehow get more possessions by either blocking shots, steal the basketball, they pass, move, cut. And if you're just asking me off the top without being there and knowing and scouting those teams, I would say probably France mm. probably has the best team. And, one, and, the, and the reason is because of Rudy, what he does. You know, offensively, he's much better in international play. Well, they had two the, games where he came up clutch on the offensive side to take mm-hmm. both games to overtime. It, it was eerily weird that the scores were 77-75. And then Rudy had put back dunks to send both those games to overtime, which France then went on to win. Yeah, I, I just think Rudy, you know, Rudy's a he's a he's an interesting player. And I know, you know, he gets his criticism whether it's fair or unfair but the fact remains Rudy is a very effective player and he affects the bottom line in whatever style he's playing whether it's the NBA you could see now he's doing an international play I remember watching Rudy play I can't remember but for some reason it was in China doing I think the same tournament mm-hmm. uh, some years ago the World Cup and I and Rudy he was very dominant then on the offensive end and I thought you know this, this guy has a chance to be a really good player. And that was some years ago. That was maybe like, I don't know, speak, it feels like five, six years ago, maybe more than that. Um, but Rudy is a effective player. So I think without knowing anything that he's probably the best individual player, but more importantly, I think he's the best team player left in the tournament. I'm quite excited to see what happens. That's interesting. It would be nice for Rudy But we have a very important and a very serious issue. Nice start. And I feel that, that we need to discuss here on the show and I'm sure all of you guys have heard about it and we've not had the chance because we've been traveling and and so forth to actually sit down talk about this but it's regarding the Phoenix Suns and their owner Robert Sava who was found to be using racist language making sexist remarks and the NBA did an investigation and they came up with a punishment Uh, they found him guilty and they came up with a punishment which has in turn led to the NBA receiving criticism and, um, you know, the, the punishment was he's not allowed to be around the team for a whole year and he has to pay a $10 million fine. Now, when you're as rich as he is, $10 million isn't like $10 million for you or I. Okay. That's the first thing. Second of all, he's not allowed to be around the team for one year, but he still gets to make money from the team. But, but anyway, regardless of, of my opinion, LeBron James came out. And this is what LeBron James had to say, because a lot of players in the league look to LeBron James to be the voice of the players. 
He said, I read through the Sava stories a few times now. I've got to be honest, our league definitely got this wrong. I don't need to explain why. You read the stories and decide for yourself. I said it before, I'm going to say again, there's no place in this league for that kind of behavior. I love this league and I deeply respect our leadership, but this isn't right. There's no place for misogyny, sexism and racism in any workplace. Doesn't matter if you own the team or play for the team. We hold our league up as an example of our values and this ain't it. You know LeBron's serious because he didn't even use a single emoji or a hashtag. BJ, what are your thoughts about this? Um, well, it's a lot to unpack and, you know, we all have our views and I, I, I respect people's views and this is, this is a leadership issue and, and, you know, I, 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 I hold leadership very highly, right. In my personal life, my professional life and, you really learn a lot about people, cultures in their most difficult moments. That's when you learn, you know, you don't always get it right, but you learn about people. You know, it's not about always getting it right. It's about in the pursuit of doing it right and getting it right at some point. You may not get it right the first time. You may not get it right the second time, but the fact that your intentions are to get it right. Now, it's easy for all of us, right, who are not in this position to say, Oh, the NBA got it wrong. And in being in leadership my entire life, you know, I, 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 have a, I have a lot of empathy for people in leadership positions because nine times or the most, for the most part, you get these problems put on your desk and they're just unsolvable, <laughs> okay? Adam Silver did not ask for this. This wasn't like you get up and you go, hey, what, I, what am I going to deal with today? Okay. So then I, I always put myself in those positions. I go, okay, now how, how would I handle this situation or what would I do? When I read, when I first heard about this about a year ago, it reminded me, I don't know the, who, who gave this quote, but I, it, this has stuck with me for the last year since this story was released. I think about a year ago, if I, if I, I'm recalling correctly, but this isn't the first time I heard about it was yesterday. Absolute authority fails absolutely. Okay. I've not heard that. I heard absolute power corrupts absolutely. Okay. Similar. Absolute. Okay. Now, the authority or the powers that be are the 30 owners. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the absolute authority, right? You know, as much as we would like to blame... Adam Silver and blame the NBA. The truth of it is, the governors of these individual teams are the absolute authority. They're the absolute powers. So they're above Adam Silver. Is that what you're saying? Well, it's not above. This is how the league is set up. This is mm-hmm. the the league is set. Up. This is how they're set up, right? I mean, they vote. They take a vote. If if the commissioner doesn't agree with the vote, the voter, the, 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 the powers or the authority wins, right? The board the of governors, decision. Yeah. yeah, the board of governors. That's, that's how it's set up. It doesn't matter who's above who. That's how it's set up. That's the, that's the business. Now, I've had an opportunity in my playing days 
to meet many of these governors. Now working as an agent, working as an executive, I've worked for some of these governors. I've spoken to all of these governors at one point or time or another and dealt and done business with them. So that statement to me just really stuck with me when I first heard it. Absolute authority, absolute power fails absolutely. Now, the powers that be, they have failed to govern themselves now. It's clear what happened. It's clear something needed to happen. I think all will agree it's unacceptable behavior. I think we all will agree on that. Yep. They had an independent investigation. That's fair. Okay. But there's one thing that wasn't independent was the decision makers that were deciding on what was the punishment that was necessary. That's what wasn't independent. So the investigation was independent, but the decision on what needed to happen wasn't independent. So again, we know something needed to happen. I think something needed to happen more than a $10 million fine and saying he can't be around the team. Yes. Based on what I read, based on what I've seen and what was said in any work environment. Yeah. Because now, so that to me is how I see it. We can sit here and, and, and at 55 more, I'm, I'm not into this. Oh my goodness. I'm so shocked. I thought that, no, I've been around. Well, I'm experienced and seasoned enough to know. I I think the reason why people are shocked, I think the reason why people are shocked is that this is very different to the Donald Sterling situation, who was the owner of the LA Clippers um, who had to sell the team, or they say he had to sell the team, but he sold the team after being found out to make racist comments. So a lot of people were expecting the outcome of this to be Robert Sava selling the Phoenix Suns. I think that's why people are surprised. Not so much surprised that this happened. Well, here's the difference. You know, and I'm just looking, I'm just looking from it just out reading about it. I don't know anything about this. I, I'm not involved in it, but I'm just looking. The difference is, at least to my knowledge, I didn't hear any tape recordings <laughs> with this Phoenix situation that was the same as the situation out here for the Clippers. Now, maybe there were, but I didn't hear about it. I mean, did you hear any tapings or recordings no, it or was anything? Written accounts from people who have been around the team, a uh, number of member of staff stepped forward and gave their accounts of what happened. Okay, uh, that's right. There is enough evidence to know that it did happen, and it's not just a rumor. There's numerous players, assistant coaches, front office that's staff. Di- but but that's but Mo, I think that's the difference. If you're asking me what the difference is, that's the difference. Now accounts recalls that that's different than actually having a a recording so again it doesn't matter you know what we were comparing the two the thing is we know something more than what the the punishment was probably needed to be more and 
the you know the 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 punishment probably was lenient from many i think many will agree that something like that is unacceptable it's just unacceptable now what needs to happen that's another discussion that's another hour two hour that's a, that's another discussion i'm not qualified in that field to say what should happen but what i do know is that when I look at the situation and based on what happened and in working in the, in the business world for quite some time, right? We're talking about sports, but it's, a, it's, it's like any other business environment. That's not the type of environment that anyone at any level wants to partake in or be a part of. Mm -hmm. And something needs to happen to govern that. Yes. And I think the thing that, that fans and a lot of people are most annoyed about is this, is it feels like there's one rule for the owners and then one rule for everyone else who's involved with the league. Because that was the press conference yesterday where Adam Silver was talking about it. And uh, I think it was Howard Beck who asked, why is it that there's one rule for the owners and one rule for the players and the managers, et cetera, et cetera. And, um, that led to a whole another discussion about that. And then the NBA put out another statement after that. But the moral of the story here is I want to commend the, uh, in particular, the women who stepped forward um, to talk about what it was like being in that workplace. Um, there is absolutely no place for any type of discrimination or derogatory language in the workplace or outside of the workplace or any of it. So salutes to, to the people that spoke up. And I just hope that we stop having and hearing about instance like this because I, I feel like people didn't expect to see something like this after the whole Donald Sterling affair um, but to know that this is still prevalent especially amongst the NBA which is supposed to be one of the most progressive leagues in the world um, it's, it is very very disappointing yeah I, yeah I, I think when you're when you're when you're younger you probably are more surprised as you you know, you're more seasoned as you, as you grow older, you learn to, you, you, you see things and you, you've just come to understand this is what it is. Okay. This is what it is. And you would think what all of what's going on in the world, you would think that energy and attitudes and behavior like this especially when you have so many positive things going, going on, especially in, in sports, right? Sports is the one thing that, you know, you have people from all around the world, right? Mm -hmm. And you would think that it's, it's different. Well, it's not, Mo. It, 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 it's not. And that's, that's, the, that's the reality of it. And, and you know, I, 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 I can, I, I've experienced so much, much positives but sports the nba soccer football baseball whatever whatever sport is not exempt and wherever there are going to be people there are going to be problems <laughs> that's just the reality of the world we're at and that's that's what it is now again i'll just say again what i thought from the beginning the governors have failed to govern themselves now. Mm -hmm. 
That that that's to me that that's the issue. What happened? Things are going to happen. It's like being on a team. Well, you you hear me all the time. You people something will be said on a team, and I'll be like, and <laughs> there are people there. So if there's going to be people, and you understand that, and you've been in a leadership, and you understand the goal, which the goal is to you know, and and sports is to win. If you understand that, then you understand there are going to be obstacles there are going to be problems and if you can't overcome those things then you you, so in this situation i okay yeah i understand that there's always going to be problems in the world it's just hopefully there's less uh stereotyping and biases and prejudices we can that's fine we that's fine i i don't have a problem hopefully but you know what I'm just going to tell you like it is when you have people and you have people from different cultures, different experiences, educational backgrounds, all these things, you put all these people together, something is going to happen. Mm -hmm. You would hope that all the people could have Mo's point of view or who encompasses and, and doesn't think that. You would hope that, but let me tell you something. That's not how it works. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, and you're going to have something, but, and then that's where, that's where we have to have the responsibility to do the right thing when the time calls for us. Yeah. That's when we and, have to, and that applies to, to ourselves, everyone every, in whatever you every, do in life everyone, wherever you are in every, life. Whatever, you know, like, you know, everyone likes to give, you know, the best player on any team, right? That's the leader of the team. Truthfully, truthfully speaking, if, we, if I can just tell it like it is, the best teams govern themselves. And when you get something wrong and when you do something wrong, because you're going to do it, you know, no one's perfect. When you do something wrong, the team has to govern themselves. I was just hoping that the NBA would govern themselves. Like, you know what? That's all I was... Things are going to happen. And when things do happen, we we have a responsibility to the youth, to the young, to the people who are looking at us to say, oh, they did the right thing in that situation. Very unfortunate, mode that it happened. But when things do happen, we have the ability to self-correct ourselves and move on what's best for the whole and for the good. Because here you, you can say what you want, Mo. You have the fans, you have young kids, you have the players, you have the executives, the coaches, you have all of these people that are looking at the leadership now. And Mo, they're saying the same thing that you're thinking, the same thing that I'm thinking, the same thing that some 10, 12 year old kid is thinking, the same thing that the assistant coach is thinking, same thing a general manager or executive is thinking. Everyone is thinking and saying, we got to do the right thing here. Why? Because, oh, there are people involved. And where there are people, now, how are we going to ask them to do the right thing when the leadership? And to me, that's the thing that really concerns me more than anything is because we have a responsibility, Mo, not to be perfect, 
but try to always do and move in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not holding you to be perfect, but I'm saying, okay, Mo, that we all agree on it wasn't right. We all can agree on that one. Yeah. So I have one thing to say about this. One thing that irritates me every year, just it's aside from this issue, but while we're talking about owners of teams, one thing that irritates me every year is that when a team wins the championship, the owner comes down from their box or wherever they're sitting and they get to lift the trophy first before the players. Every year I see it and it really irritates me. So this year, if the Phoenix Suns were to win the NBA championship, as long as they don't face Luka Doncic again, who would be lifting that trophy first? Because the owner is not allowed to be around the team. The the, the next... Well, it's, it's business, right? Okay, so you have the majority, you have the minority, so whoever's next. Okay. Who's next? That's how it works. Interesting. Well, this is the business. We it, it's it's. This is one this thing is I give the Lakers credit for, is when they won their bubble championship, they let the players lift the trophy first. Credit to them. To each his own. Mm. I... I to each his own. I'm, I'm not here because this is the business. This is the business that we signed up for. So I'm not going to sit here and complain now that I'm here. Mm-hmm. I knew this when I signed up for it. I knew this when I signed up. Now, I I was the kid that was reading the things. Okay, this is what I signed up for. This is the business. And then all of a sudden I got here. Now I'm going to. Okay. Like. This is what it is. Like, this is what it is. So I just want to stay on point on what we're talking about here. This is a difficult one. This is no, no doubt about it. And the league is in a very, very tough situation. This is a, this is no way around it. And, you know, that's, you know, I, I don't really know what else to say about it other than, you know what, I think they are going to have to do something and they've done something and we'll just have to wait and see if there's going to be further action or that's it. And now we move on. Yeah. But Chris Paul came out, who was, of course, the leading point guard for the franchise. And he put out a statement yesterday. Didn't really say too much in the statement, but he expressed his frustrations with it. But I know you want to stay on point. I want to leave it on something lighthearted because it can be difficult for people to hear, you know, people who have been victims of racism and misogyny, etc. So let's leave this on a lighthearted note, PJ. Okay. Can you promise the people that you are going to watch the movie Hustle on Netflix and come back and give us a review? <laughs> can you make that promise to me right here? Because that's what I the can't people promise. need. I can't. Now that's what the I people need. Promise. But if, if the people, if the people demand that I watch it, yes, I'm down. Come I'm on, down. But you know, I because you know, I I am, you know, hey, I I'm I, I, I'm a I'm a humble servant to the people. Mm-hmm. People demand it. It's, I got it. it I, I, it's my film of the year. You see, it, it, it. Dare I say I enjoyed it more than the Giannis movie? Dare I say that? Really? 
Well, I knew how the Giannis movie was going to end. Do you know what I mean? Because it's real life. So it's not really like... Well, it hasn't ended. It's just beginning. <laughs> yeah, but, but I knew how the film would end, that he's going to get drafted to the NBA. Like, what are they going to do? Not call his name out on draft night. <laughs> What's he going to do? <laughs> Go to the Lakers instead of the Bucks. Like, I knew how that movie was going to finish. Like, it was a great story and it's really emotional and all that. But I like this hustle movie. So check it out. You guys appreciate you listening. Um... You know, like just just to echo what BJ said before, it's important that we all stand up in our place of work or in our place of wherever we are. Yes. If we see things, yes. if we hear things, make sure that you're not silent and in the background and allowing things to happen. Make sure you stand up for what is right and um, make sure your voice is heard. We appreciate each and every single one of you. We're going to be back tomorrow. Hopefully BJ comes back and he's watched the movie and he can give us a little review because there's not much happening in the NBA right now. So that would be a nice topic for us to talk about. But anyway, until next time, my people, <laughs> good to be back. We appreciate you. Make sure you get buckets.